Mr. Fleming, if you're talking, we can't hear you. Oh, wow. Thank you. <laughs> man, I was laying it down. I, I had, man, I had my fresh rhyme coming on this morning. I had, uh, God, dog, y'all missed it. You know, I only do that like once a year. And, uh, I hate y'all missed it. So, but. Hey, hey, real quick, Mr. Fleming, where is, um, What's the man's name that used to show up? Sometimes he'd come around Christmas time. Sometimes he'll come around Thanksgiving. He's, he's, he's been around a while. <laughs> he's going to be Tonsta Domus. Yeah. Yeah, he comes around every now and then. I had, I, had time, I thought times. maybe he had COVID and maybe he had passed away. <laughs> had heard of him in no, a long he's, time. He's still around. Okay. Matter of fact, he predicted COVID. Oh, okay. You remember that? Mm-mm. All right, folks. So, <laughs> good morning, good morning, good morning. This is our 7 a.m. mindset call. If you heard that clip that was playing and uh, the person said at the end, you know, nine times out of ten, uh, mostly you get what you deserve. So understand that. So that doesn't mean you get success. You get what you deserve based on the actions and everything that you've done. Life is pretty much fair when it comes to that. You know, it gives you time to recover. It gives you time to, re, you know, recoup. Uh, it gives you time to catch up on things. But pretty much you get what you deserve based on the, the, the seeds that you planted and the seeds that you watered and the, and the life that you lived. Um, and when in business, you really give what you deserve. In business, you're not handed something. It's based on productivity. And uh, so understand that. All right, so now quickly, this is our 7 a.m. mindset call. We do this call every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 7 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Central, and 4 a.m. Pacific time. And on this call, we talk about mindset. We talk about life. We talk about books. We talk about affirmations. We talk about success. And we talk about failure. We talk about a lot of things that go hand-in-hand with what you do on a daily basis. Now, we also load this on a podcast platform, 16 different platforms from iTunes to Apple to Breaker to Spotify, and you just put in Tony Fleming Mindset to come up. And the reason we do that is because easy access for people to go back and listen to the replay. This is not a podcast, so if you stumble across it thinking, where is his powerful mics and stuff like that? We don't have that. This is a conference call. That's it. And we record the call and we put it on the podcast platform for, for easy access. But I can promise you this. If you listen to it, you get some good information because we're giving you life information. We're giving you things that happen to you in life and business. We talk about it like we're sitting in your living room, like we're sitting in the car with you, like we're walking down the street. We're not holding any punches. We're giving it to you uncut. So you can go and listen to them any time. If you don't have the... If you don't know how to get the podcast app on your phone, just text me at 678-644-4541, and I will send you the podcast link, and it will be locked into your phone forever, ever, forever, ever, forever, ever. It will be there. Also, you got a replay number for people who just listen to the call, 712-432-1085, 712-432-1085 for the people who say you say it too fast. And the same PIN code, you can go back and listen to this call all the way up to Friday, all day tonight, all day today, and up tonight, all day tomorrow, all day tomorrow night, and then Friday morning. You can listen to the uh, to this replay and take notes and apply if you want to change your life. If you don't, just listen to it, have fun, and just say, I listen to the call, and then when things don't change in your life, don't say, we didn't say that on here, that you go back and take notes and apply the information. You have to do that. You have to do this called repetition. That's how people learn. That's how people, that's how we've learned so far in school, is through repetition. I mean, if we didn't have repetition, if we didn't hear it over and over and over and over, you know, for 12 years, we wouldn't, we wouldn't know what we know now. We wouldn't believe what we believe now. But, but that's not the case. So for us, we did hear it like that. So for us to learn... Um, and for us to do, to actually unlearn and relearn again, it's called repetition, folks. You got to do it. You got to go back and hear it. You got to go back and do it. All right, let's go. I do it. 
<laughs> people who trying to change their life, I don't know what it is, man. Same old, just a different day. Trying to get it each and every way. <laughs> Mama need a house. Baby needs some shoes. Guess what I'm going to do? Hustle, hustle, hustle hard. <laughs> now, it's a lot of people doing that and a lot of people not. A lot of you guys are not hustling hard. You're not going for it. And the ones who are, they're going to get it eventually. They don't stop and get weary and well-doing. They're going to get it. All right, topic this morning, rejection and courage. Rejection and Courage. I grabbed the book off my bookshelf. I just blindly went over there and grabbed one of them. There's a bunch of them on here. And I don't even think we did this on the book club call. We might have done this book years back. We might have done it years back. And I'm thinking we, I think, I think we did maybe, I'm talking about maybe 10, 15 years ago um, with this book. But this book that I'm coming from today is actually, and don't go buy it, please. You don't have to go buy this. You know, I'm just telling you, I just grabbed something off that, and I just want to have a topic this morning. And it's, and it's the guy, in my opinion, that created it all. He's the one who, who did it all. He's the one who started it. He's the one who took all the bullets. He's the one who took all the rejection. And he's the one who benefited from it all. You know, he has a, he's, rest in peace now, he's gone. But if you go down to Orlando, Florida, you'll see a facility down there <laughs> that has his name on it. <laughs> you know, uh, his family owns the Orlando Magic, and uh, he has an arena down there. Uh, and he has millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars his family has. Um, and just from him starting doing something like what we do. And like I said, he's the one, he's the he's the big dog. He's the guy who did it all. He's the one who took all the bullets and the arrows first. So, but I want to, his name is Rich DeVos, great, late Rich DeVos. Um, but as a chapter in his book, he talks about, you know, um, courage, talks about rejection, talks about, um, you know, being able to get your point across, learn to be a salesperson, uh, learning to, just the whole thing about that whole thing about dealing with uh, everything outside of the box. You know what I'm saying? He has a whole, he doesn't use that term, but that's really what he's talking about. So let me go a little bit deeper into it. He says, uh, great successful people are courageous, very courageous. You know, it's kind of like going on what I talked about yesterday on my Facebook page about you got to be able to deal with being vulnerable. You got to be able to deal with people laughing, talking about you, people, you know, pointing you out, people saying things. See, a lot of us don't want that. We'd rather hide in the pack. Because when you hide in the pack and you're in the back of the pack, nobody sees you, nobody's talking about you. No rejection, you know, you're hiding back there, you're good. But as soon as you come out of the pack and you just raise your head a little bit, now you're a target. People can throw the tomatoes at you and talk about you. All the rejection bullets come. But that's a part of it. You're not going to be successful hiding out. You're not going to be successful being a secret agent. So he talks about why do you need courage uh, to succeed? He says because all successful people face one great fear, the fear of rejection. The fear of rejection. A fear that is expressed by such questions as, check this out, see if you don't think about this. What will other people think of me? What if they say no? Psychological studies show that high-achieving, successful people are not overly concerned about what others think. This suggests that in order to become successful in any endeavor, it doesn't matter what it is, but especially what we do, we must overcome our fear of rejection. We must. We must not care about that. Now, there are levels of caring. So you got people, and this is me talking, you got people who, you know, we still have some there, but it's not the same as most folks. You know, for me, it's hardly there at all because, you know, I know, see, now that I know how people think and operate and where it comes from, I expect it. You know, I know some people say, well, you should expect success. I do expect success. But I also expect that the numbers I got to go through to get to success. 
See, I don't expect success when I know that, I mean, I, I expect success after I do the process. I don't expect success without doing the process. And if you're doing that, you're going to get your feelings hurt. You're going to get, you're get discouraged. You can't do that. you got to understand there's a process of things you have to go through. For most of us, he says, fear rejection is a pattern of thinking that we learned in childhood. Hmm. Psychologists call this pattern excessive self-monitoring. Excessive self-monitoring. And it's often rooted in destructive messages as we send to ourselves. And just some of the messages we say when we get ready to talk to people about our business or about our product. I don't want to bother people. My little product or my little business, I just don't want to bother anybody with that. People won't like me if I'm too assertive and if I try to sell them something. They just won't like me for that. I'm afraid to meet new people, or I don't even deserve to succeed. The fear of rejection often leads to procrastination. So because you know that that's going to happen, you will procrastinate. Like I tell you all the time, if I were to call you today and say, uh, the day is Wednesday, and I say, look, uh, John Boy, look, John Boy, I got a list of names. About 50 people. John Boy, I've already called all 50 of these people. I know them. I've already called them all, and they already talked to me about what they're going to do. And matter of fact, they're all ready to join today, they, every one of them. Everyone on this list. Now, that's a lot of them who wasn't, but they're not on this list. But everyone on this list is ready to join. And on every one of them that enrolls, you're going to make, a person will make $200. Now, John Boy. John Boy, I um, I'm busy today. I really don't have time to do it. I got some other stuff I got to do. So what I'm gonna do, John Boy, I'm gonna give you this list. I'm gonna give you this list of names. Remember, everyone I talk to ready to go today. And matter of fact, I've already messaged them and told them that John Boy gonna call. Now, John Boy, when you call these people, you are gonna make two hundred dollars a pop. Every one of them. All I gotta do is put them in the system. John Boy sitting there thinking, you sure you're going to give them to me? Yeah. You put them in the system. You sure? Now, John Boy ain't made no calls and in, 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 hadn't made any calls in three or four weeks because of rejection. Mm. But what John Boy has said, that he's been busy at work, that is, you know, he had to catch up on some stuff and, you know, some things with his church, he got to get behind, he got behind on that, some more stuff and Soon as he catch up with the stuff on his job, soon as John Boy say he catch up with the stuff at his church and he catch up with the stuff with his uh, golf club or whatever, he don't get back to doing his business. But right now he just don't have time because he got other things to do. But I just told John Boy, look at John Boy, <laughs> these don't even have rejection. These don't have, they ready to go. And I don't have time. I got something to do. And I'm going to give you every one of them. That's $200 a pop. I forgot how many names I said. I was going to give John Boy. <laughs> but let's just say 50 names. Let's give John Boy 50. What's 50 times 200? Mm, who's it? <laughs> What's 50 times 200? Somebody will text me that. <laughs> is that is that ten thousand? Let me see. Y'all should know that. Everybody should know. I think it's ten thousand, right? I don't know. It's more than that. It ain't a hundred thousand. It's got to be ten thousand. Uh, I'm looking for my calculator, but yeah, that's what it is. Ten thousand. If I'm wrong, y'all let me know I'm wrong. But I think I'm right. Yeah, ten thousand. So now, John Boy is thinking, now remember, he don't have time because his job has got him running, his church got him running, everything else, because remember the last three weeks he ain't picked up the phone. Now that's what John Boy is telling everybody. He's telling me that, and I'm like, wink, wink, I know. 
bro, you act like I hadn't done this type of business. You act like I'm not doing this type of business right now. You act like I ain't never been in your position. You act like I'm not living that life right now. Who are you telling that to? Who you who who you get, think believe that? Who you think that you can't pick up the phone and call five people between the times that you driving to wherever you're going or right after that, or you can't pick up the phone and do? You, your job got you that busy. Your 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 you know your church got you that busy. Your whatever. Come on, man. Who you talking to? But I still get that. You know, people still say that to me. You just don't understand. Okay. John, but look at that list. He looked at me straight. He looked me straight in the eye. He said, "You already confirmed these. You mean I can get so I can make ten thousand? So, yep. You know what John Boy's next move is? He calling the job, and he calling the church. <laughs> hey, job. Uh, I'm taking off today, and maybe tomorrow because I got some things I got to do. Hey, pastor." Uh, I'm gonna holler back at you by the weekend. I'm gonna get with you on that. You know, I'm gonna get with you on that. We we straight, we straight, we straight. <laughs> John boy going in to put a, a nice little t-shirt on, some shorts. <laughs> He's sitting at his desk, <laughs> and he making the phone calls. <laughs> you know why? Because John boy said ain't gonna be no rejection. Ain't nobody gonna say no to me. Tony already confirmed it. I'm gonna make me ten grand. Here's the problem with that statement, or that what I just said. It can't be true. It never works that way. It's always rejection. But here's the thing: the numbers don't lie either. If you go through the numbers and deal with the rejection on the other side, you're gonna always have people getting started because there's some people in the middle of that rejection that's ready. They ready to go. But you, John boy, and you, little Susie. Y'all don't want to deal with that. Y'all don't want to go through that, you know, you know how many bites it takes to get to the middle of the, the Tootsie Roll or the lollipop, whatever that owl used to say all the time. Run. <laughs> That's some old school stuff there. But you don't want to deal with that. You don't want to deal with the rejection. You don't want to deal with people laughing. You know what? Because you're saying to yourself, man, these folks ain't going to do nothing. I don't want to hear that. No, it's numbers. They Somebody is waiting. Somebody's waiting for you. Whether it's that or some of y'all, you know, you're doing the sample thing. I'm just talking about on the business end of you talking to people. I'm just talking about in life in general. You must go through the numbers. Because even if you're doing the sample thing, you still got to go through the numbers of sending the samples and then falling back up and getting some of those people to get started. So it's still a process of the numbers. But he talks about here, fear of rejection often leads to procrastination. Because you think that the rejection part is just too hard for you, you don't want to deal with it, that you don't want to go through the rest of it to get to, to the other side. Because I promise you, if you thought there was no rejection, mm, you would do it all day long. You would do it all day long. And not only that, you know, you would <laughs> you would be so excited about it and all of that, but that's not what's going to happen, folks. It doesn't work that way. The fear of rejection, he says, also makes us feel like quitting after we started. Many people say, I will sell when I feel more motivated. I got to be motivated. Right now, I lack motivation, so what's the use of trying? <laughs> he says, to become a fearless leader... You gotta push past your natural human tendency to procrastinate. You have to step out, take action. Even if it's only is a baby step, just do it. The only way to defeat your fears is stand up to them, face them squarely, and attack them head on. The only way you're gonna do it, I keep saying to y'all, it's gotta be a burning desire or a why that's gonna make you do it. The script is not gonna make you do it. Now, is it good to get a script? Yes. You should get a script on what you should say or what you should do, whatever you think it is, how you should say it, you should get it. But the the thing is, what's going to make you wake up in the morning, go grab that script and start making them phone calls, especially when the first phone call is a no and the second is a no, and you sitting there thinking, well, I got the script. 
Well, the script never guaranteed you success. The script is just keeping you online that, you know, if you keep doing what you have to do, you will get it. But it's not, uh-uh. If you think if you think about what you what you're saying, you really that it doesn't no it doesn't operate that way. You have to continue to go through the numbers to win in life and in business. Guys do that all the time. Young guys when they're trying to date females, especially as it used to be the parties. Remember, you just go to the parties and you try to dance with somebody. You say no, nah, nope. Then somebody else, nope, nope. No, you keep going though. You find somebody. That's your belief system, and, and guess what? Your why was stronger. You wanted that. You wanted that female. You wanted to dance with that female. You wanted to be around her. You want see here. You don't. I don't know if your why is strong enough because a lot of y'all bills are paid. A lot of y'all are good with that. A lot of y'all don't. You don't. You know. You, you don't have to kill to eat. You don't have to. You don't have to worry about. You, you, you know, you got checks coming in, so you're good with that. But he says to become a fearless, successful individual, you got to push past your natural human tendency to procrastinate. You have to step out, take action, even if it's only a baby step. The only way to defeat your fears is to stand up to them, face them squarely, and attack them head on. He said the reality of this. The reality of just selling in general, prospecting, the reality of doing something outside of the box. You know, hardly anybody feels like doing that first. The urge to procrastinate is a normal and near universal thing. Almost every successful person would tell you that his or her success have usually come about as a result of disciplining themselves to to, to actually market and sell and talk to people even when they didn't feel like doing it. So you got to discipline yourself every single day when you don't feel like doing it. But if your why is not strong enough and your reason is not for doing it, it's not, you're not going to do it. you got to have that burning desire to say, I don't need Tony telling me this. I'm going to do it anyway. Now, I'm going to listen to what he's saying, but I'm going to do it. See, some of y'all say that and then don't do it. Yeah, I don't really need Tony saying that. Okay, I'm glad you don't. But well, what do you need then? Because obviously you're not doing it every single day. What is it? What do you need to do to get that done? Mr. You know, he says here most successful people tell you it's based on discipline. You got to discipline yourself. Yes, ma'am. So. I wonder, though, if it's not what you said. Like, what is it that you need to do to get it done? And the reason why I say that is because I woke up this morning and I was like, my gosh, it's just so much out here. And everybody is is trying to um, get all of this, Wi-Fi, work from home, work from anywhere money. Like, you know, Tony Robbins has an event. Eric and Marina Worre has an event. John Maxwell has an event. And all this stuff is free. So you have all these two, three-day events. And, and, and I just, you know, I, I think now people are really trying to learn and get it, but it's so much being thrown, you know, out here at us that you don't know you get bombarded of what to pick, who to choose, and then you, you, you find yourself, you know, almost eight hours or maybe a day and a half in doing that kind of stuff and not doing any income-producing activities because it's just so much. And people, I really think people are really trying to, I think they're really trying to get it. <laughs> and because so much so much stuff is being thrown out here, they, you know, people are trying to, Dip over here. Let me dip over there and let me listen to this. Because all of it's free, even though the end game, the end result, they trying to sell you something at the end. You know, Can I tell but, you something? Uh, sure. That's you. 90% oh. of people ain't looking at that. 90% of people ain't trying to do that. 90% of people focusing on other, other stuff that ain't nothing to do with 
Tony Robbins, Les Brown, Zig Ziglar, whoever you're looking at that's trying to trying to better themselves, they're not doing that. Trust me. They're not looking. They trust me on that. That's you. That's what you know. Kind of kept you around for a while because you love that kind of stuff. But that ain't what most people are doing. They're not. <laughs> now you put that out there. Now they gonna use that one too for excuse. Yeah, that's what we do. <laughs> Yeah, what are we doing, Mr. Fleming? We we looking at all that. We looking at all that. No, no, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. That ain't what you're doing. I mean, because even if that's the case, every every decade, every year, every every since the, the world's been created, it's always been distractions. It's just different type of distractions. You know, now you're looking at social media or internet distractions. Before that, it was still distractions. It's just. You, you know, you can, there's always major distractions out here. But for somebody who wants it, they they ignore that. But see, the problem is, again, is you're trying to, are you trying to tell me that people people don't want to, that people love rejection? No, they don't. They, they run it from it. And I could say easily that when I do stuff like that or you do stuff like that, we're running from rejection too especially during the time that we should be making calls. Because that kind of stuff that you just said should be done late at night or early in the morning. All of that. If I'm doing that in the middle of the day most of the time, that means that I'm running from rejection. I mean, I don't want to I don't know, I don't want to dig and try to find more people to talk with. I don't want to go through that process of doing that. So let me bury myself with the other stuff. And I'm not knocking the other stuff. I think it's great, but well, you know, well, see, that's my point. These these trainings are during the day because some some of well, them are. Well, that's what I'm saying. But that's, that's right. We got to let that go, though. We can't do that. That's the excuse that we make to get behind because all that stuff is recorded somewhere else. That stuff that all they're doing is re, redoing some old stuff that they've done. It's out there on YouTube. You can go listen to a lot of that stuff at night in the morning. That's the excuse that that uh, kind of preacher man throws out a lot of times when he said people try to use, you know, the books or whatever stuff. You, you know, that stuff can be, if, if we're using that for excuse, then that means we don't want to deal with the rejection because that's not what we should be doing. We should be trying to figure out, add to our list, calling people. That stuff should be, you got to figure out somewhere if you want to listen to it so much to record it. Or you know you just have to catch it later. You can't just you I mean you just can't do that. You know what I'm saying because it's it's holding you back from doing what you want to do. And and we always come up with different reasons for for it. We call it. And then think about it. Let's just say it is during the day. Let's say that it is during the daytime. All right. Now I say that because I'm full time. I say that because I'm full time. That means I go all day long. But here's the truth. You can listen to that during the daytime. The truth is most business is done after that. Most business, especially for part-time people, is done between 6 and 10 or 6 and 11 in the evening. So if you're doing that during the day, that's fine. But if that doesn't stop you from going from 6 in the evening to 11 at night. Unless somebody comes back and says, well, that's when they have it too, Mr. <laughs> okay, okay, all right. But rejection, we a lot of times we just dodging that rejection bullet. We don't want to do that. It's just for me during the day, I'm doing both. I'm, I mean, I'm going all day long, but for a part-time person or somebody, well, I'll put it this, 90% of business is done in our type business after 5 o'clock. That's why I tell people all the time, some people used to quit their job too early, and then they get out here and they can't do anything during the daytime because, you know, everybody at work. But I figured out things I have to do during the daytime because this has been my life for years. So I have to figure out things to do uh, to help me in my business. But, you know, if you're saying that's all the stuff you listen to is in the daytime, then that's, you know, between 6 in the evening and 11 o'clock at night should be the time that you grind. But, again, as he says here, it's the rejection that people don't want. We don't want that. We don't want to deal with that. Who wants to deal with that? Again, if I gave you a list of people and I told you, I guarantee you, watch this. Watch this. <laughs> Let's say we got some people on here 
who's who's listening to during the daytime, who's listening to Robbins and and, and whoever it is to. I bet you if I came to them, even you, with that list that say you got to call these people at this time, you're gonna make two hundred dollars a pop, and they guarantee no rejection. You wouldn't listen to to those guys anymore. You'll start making them phone calls and getting that money. Isn't, isn't that true? You wouldn't push that to the side and say I'll get to it later because it's a guarantee, right? That's absolutely true. But I think, okay, but I think, but I think we think listening to those guys will get us the two hundred dollars a pop eventually. How is that? How is that? Because we're we're not making any phone calls to get that. Okay, okay. Again, I, I said they said we are listening to them during the day. That's fine. But what I'm saying is, at some point, you got to stop and start making the calls. You know what I find? People get so entrenched, engulfed, and and, and uh, in, into that stuff, and they become professional. And I'm telling you, the reason they do that is because they don't want to deal with rejection. Like I said, before that, it was always something else. Because you could take everything that you just said. I always say that you could take all the all the the successful people, uh, all the mindset folks, all the books. We can box up all that stuff and ship it off to the moon. So there's no more Tony Robbins out here, no more, none of that stuff, no books to read. And watch this. People will still come up with some other thing during the day that's going to distract them to keep them from doing that. It's going to be something else. It's always been that. Okay. It's it's going to be always that because the rejection thing is hard, man. That's, That's just a part of it. You know, it's just that's the thing that we don't want to do is somebody. But again, if if we would guarantee that, or watch this, this is another thing that was so funny. This is amazing. If we guaranteed you all a salary, you do it. How many people go to these call centers every day and they make ten dollars an hour to sit there for eight hours calling people and getting rejected? They have no problem picking up that phone dialing because there's people sit there do that all day long, and every every person they call, no, I ain't interested. I mean, how many people call you? You hang up on? No, I ain't interested. And they sit there and they make eight to ten dollars an hour. Some people make fifteen dollars an hour, and they will sit there and the supervisor will stand over them and they will dial all day long and get up, get their check, and leave because they were guaranteed that money and they don't have a problem dealing with rejection. And watch this. Watch this, and I promise you this, the people that they're calling for that corporation, and the corporation knows this, that eventually they're going to get two or three sales that day if they call all day long. And the corporation has added up that money based on how many sales they get and how much they pay them, they still going to come out on top. Because that person who sat there from 8 in the morning to 4 in the evening and, you know, take an hour lunch break, but any other time he's picking up the phone or she's picking up the phone calling people. And if they make 100 calls or 90 calls and they got five or six people that call something, which is a small amount, but I promise you in the company overall picture, when you got, you know, 20 people in that call center and they got five a day, and that's, that's 100 times, 20 times five is 100, that success will pay out way more than what they're paying that employee. The same thing here. If we sit there and make calls all day, or when we get off work or whatever, the success that we get from the few the few people that we bring into the business, if everybody's doing it, will pay out way more than if I gave you a salary to do it. But we don't believe that because those <laughs> it comes in the numbers when you're tired. It's like it's like running the. Um, the uh, half, like a, ma- a marathon, like I said, I ran a half marathon, and you know, on that eighth mile, boy, I'm like, I'm about to die, and I can give up and quit right there. That's what most people. But the success came after that when people said, kept going, kept keep going, keep going, and I got that second win, and then I made it the other four or five miles, whatever it was, four miles, I think. Um, it's the same thing with phone calls. I promise you, a lot of them phone calls at that call center, them first ones ain't no good, but. Because they're guaranteed money and they got to work eight hours before the end of the day, they're going to have some sales. And the company knows that. But we won't do that for ourselves because we don't believe that and then we don't have a, a guaranteed $10 an hour that they're paying us. 
because that's all you see with successful people as the group starts to grow and people and you see the group growing more you know what that is Ms. Horsley I'm listening that's more people making calls because mm-hmm. as you start growing at first you start off with 10 people so now mm-hmm. you got maybe 500 people on your team now you got 20 people making calls every day now you might have a thousand people on your team. Now you got fifty people making calls every day. Now you might have two thousand on your team. Now you got, you know, maybe seventy people making calls every day. Now you got three thousand people on your team. Now you got a hundred people making calls every day. That's all that is compared to the call center. So that's, that's why that's you- why the businesses keep growing because you got more people making phone calls. Yep. And you you just you just kinda spoke to my Facebook page, my Facebook post this morning. Um, being financially free comes down to two things, your ability to increase your, your income without increasing your workload. That's, that's, that's always been the reason why I love, love, love multi-level marketing and will always, always have um, an additional stream of income that comes from this industry. Because the goal for me is not to make more money. The goal is, is, is to make more money without putting in more time and effort. And see, most people are not going to understand that. Most, most the masters don't don't get that. That's the goal. The goal but is. But they never seen it. It's never been talked about. They don't understand it. They never seen it. Now the job well, is actually network, incorporating it's it. Marketing. It's, right. That is never. No, no, no. I, I got that. I'm just saying they never seen it happen in their life. They, they don't know anybody right. like that. Right. So, right. but their job and, is and incorporating just, that. And you just. And you just um um what's the word I'm looking for? You just mm-hmm. um explain it. You, you you just explained it mm-hmm. about the call center. And if mm-hmm. you have fifty people making I mean you just explained it. The goal for me was never the goal was for me was never to make more money. It was to make more money without putting any time without putting any more time and effort in. And see right. that comes from doing, you know, work, 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 work for a little money. Then you work, 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 work for a little bit more money. Then you work, 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 work for more money. Then you work, work. That's where, that's where all that that's where that comes from. That's where mm-hmm. that's where that come from comes from. So when you get when you get to the end of the line of the Work, 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 and you putting in, you putting in less time than the work, 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 work. Man, that's when that's the sweet spot. But most people never get to the sweet spot because they don't want to do the work, 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 work. Yeah, and a lot of people are comfortable being comfortable being where they are. They just like I said, some people just so comfortable being comfortable they want to deal with. Like Andrew texted me and said that even the guarantee folks will still stop. And I'm going to put it this way. I don't know if they will stop, but they will stop for a moment. Watch this. I bet you if if I had, you know, 50 names on there and they got paid per name, which means that every time they hung up the phone, that $200 was deposited into their account, I would say this, that by they get to a point where it's, uh, you know, uh, $4,000 in that account, They'll hold off on that list to tomorrow or the next day. They might say, shoot, I got no, I can go play right now. I come back. It's going to be a few people that's going to go get it all right then. It'll be a few people that will be sitting at that desk until the lights go off on that call center that night, and they're trying to get that whole ten grand that day. It'll be a few people going for it like that. But most folks, and I would say, Angela, that they'll get that hit. Now, they're going to stop because they, they're going to want to come back tomorrow and try to finish because, you know, shoot, four grand, man, I got four grand a day. I can go to the mall. I can go play. I can go home and sit back. I can go, yeah. Now, they ain't going to throw that list away, but they're going to come back in the morning and start over. It'll be a few that saying, I don't trust this. I got to get it now. I want it all right now. I want to get my tinker. And those are the ones that usually change their lives. Those are the ones that go get it. They're going to go get it because if you're just comfortable with where you are, you get a little money coming in, <clears throat> you just don't get it. You just don't get it. I had a guy at the gym tell me the other day that, you know, he had gotten, uh, I think last year, uh, 20000 you know, deposited his account, you know, from a loan. He's like, man, that's all I ever needed. He said, I'm good. It took me through the whole summer. <laughs> like, really? 
<laughs> He's like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> but I'm telling you, that's what people are. They have accepted that that's good for them, and that's where they are. They don't, they don't, that other life of going for it and getting it, it's like they don't know anybody ever had it, and if they did know people who had it or they or heard about it, that's when, the, you know, that's when the stuff that we heard, well, those people are rich and they evil. That ain't going to work. And you can't, look how, look how Diddy treat everybody. Look at Diddy. They always point out Diddy. Diddy just took everybody money. You going to be like Diddy? But it's a lot of people not like that that's out here winning. So I want to pick up on this on Friday, but thank you for your input, Miss Horsley. Anything you want to say before we wrap it up? Oh, uh, no. No, yeah, I'm going to be on the um, – Did you get the link? Did you get the link? Yeah. Okay, you get the no. link today. On the uh, the thing I was on last Wednesday, look out for that, the uh, unscripted with Rashad. And uh, I don't know who's going to be on that with him, maybe Stephanie again. But Lisa's going to be on there tonight. With that, uh, at 8 o'clock Eastern, look for that, you know, and let's support it. Get on there and start doing what she – well, yeah, let's let's get on there and start. <laughs> I got some for her tonight because she was she was jamming me up last week. So, look out for that flyer at eight o'clock tonight on the unscripted. Uh, we're gonna have some fun with that. Talk about testimonies. Talk about product. Talk about all that kind of stuff. All right. So, uh, this voice that you're gonna hear today, y'all gotta tell me. I'm telling you now, preacher man. If you get this one, I, I don't know who gonna get this. One. This voice you hadn't heard in a while. This voice you hadn't heard in a while, so y'all got to be over forty to get this voice here. But uh, this this young lady was sharp at one time. She may be the first one to ever come out doing what she did that I would think of. I can't think of anybody else. Now that's a good hint right there. That's a good hint. No, oh, Kim, you way over forty, so that's a good hint. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What was the hint again? I was my, I that was this about might that. be the this person might be the first person that was black to do what she did. Oh, okay. And that's been some since then, but she might be the first. I hate I get that hint out because now a preacher man probably going to get it. Or you might get it. I don't know. But here we go. Yeah. But all of us in the industry, we're all exploited. That's why we're in it, because we want to make a career. Uh, so I always think of myself as a commodity and things like that. But usually... Um, the reaction that you always get and that I've gotten from day one is that we don't use blacks on the cover. We don't use blacks for this. But they did, and you that. were criticized, and between that and some other things, splitting with your husband and so forth, you found God, right? Oh, You're no. You're really quite no. a religious person now, No, God you? has been in my life all along. I didn't find God because of problems in my life. I accepted Christ in my life at age 13, and my family raised me to be that way. I have become more devout in my religion. Uh, because I believe that one of the things, the best part about mistakes is you yeah. learn from them. And uh, I used to always pray, you know, well, I would like this and yeah. I would like that and that type of thing. However, I learned uh, that the most important thing is to pray to be happy. Mm. I got Diane Carroll, <laughs> Josephine Baker, oh, Viola Davis, Beverly Johnson. <laughs> That's it. All right, here we go again. Yeah. But all of us in the industry, we're all exploited. That's why we're in it, because we want to make a career. Uh, so I always think of myself as a commodity and things like that. But usually um, the reaction that you always get and that I've gotten from day one is that we don't use blacks on the cover. We don't use blacks for this. But they did, and you that. were criticized. And between that and some other things, splitting with your husband and so forth, you found God, right? Oh, no. You're really quite no. a religious person then. No, God you? has been in my life all along. I didn't find God because of problems in my life. I accepted Christ in my life at age 13, and my family raised me to be that way. I have become more devout in my religion uh, because I believe that one of the things, the best part about mistakes is you yeah. learn from them. And uh, I used to always pray, you know, well, I would like this and yeah. I would like that and that type of thing. However, I learned uh, that the most important thing is to pray to be happy. Y'all don't have a clue? <laughs> we got Diane Carroll again, Pam Greer, Dorothy Dandridge. Come on, Royce. Latham? No, 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 no. She's too young. <laughs> Come on, man. That's it. Y'all done? 
Lisa, you give up? Totally. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you this. I'll give y'all another hit. Nobody can win now, so y'all can throw out. You can throw out whatever you want to throw out. Hold on, give me ten. Wait a minute, give me ten seconds, cause I what's oh god, the lady's name is in my head. I can see her face. Let me let me go back on me before I say it. Give me ten seconds. Um, okay. Oh, You're doing something. Uh, um, can I can I can I can I can I can I verbally talk say on the line? Yeah, go ahead. I mean, or, you can't win. It's over with anyway. Light, but let me light, hear something. Light skin lady, really pretty hair, really pretty looking hair, like. Who Vanessa Williams? Y'all say good hair. Like y'all say Vanessa Williams? No, no, no. She's older lady. Older lady. Oh, what's her name? Light skin. Um, really pretty. Very beautiful woman. Back in her day, she was. She was. Oh. Oh no, not her. I know you're talking about. Mm-mm. Who am I talking about? I know you're talking about. I can see her now. That's uh, almost past. Almost past for white. Right, 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 right. I know you're talking about. Okay. That's not her though. Okay. But I know I can see her face now. <clears throat> this lady, I'm gonna tell you. She did a cover on the magazine before Vanessa Williams. She was the first black person to do that, and they kind of ate her up for that. But Vanessa Williams came behind that when she was in Penthouse or Playboy, one of them. But this lady was on there first. And her and her husband had a video that was out for a while <laughs> that people talked about. Her husband put the video out. She wasn't. She didn't know he was doing it. Um, and she was the first black female uh, sports, you know, uh, announcer. She was on the CBS sports show with, you know, early in the game. Nobody still can't tell me who that is. I don't know who that. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Jane Kennedy. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> Jane Kennedy. So let me see if y'all can remember that voice again. Here well, we go. But all of us in the industry, we're all exploited. That's why we're in it because we want to make a career. Uh, So I always think of myself as a commodity and things like that. But usually um, the reaction that you always get and that I've gotten from day one is that we don't use blacks on the cover. We don't use blacks for this. But they did, and you were criticized. And between that and some other things, splitting with your husband and so forth, you found God, right? You're really quite a religious person then, No, God has been in my life all along. I didn't find God because of problems in my life. I accepted Christ in my life at age 13. And my family raised me to be that way. I have become more devout in my religion uh, because I believe that one of the things, the best part about mistakes is you yeah. learn from them. And uh, I used to always pray, you know, well, I would like this and yeah. I would like that and that type of thing. However, I learned uh, that the most important thing is to pray to be happy. <laughs> Preacher man didn't get it. Nobody got it. So, all right, I'm going to leave you here today with one of my favorite songs of all time. It's- song came out about eight nine years ago i just i got i'm in this mood right now today for this song here so here we go